five, four, three, two, one. Malcolm, thank you for being here. And thank you to the listeners for tuning in and joining us on this journey. Yes, indeed. Bow, bow. Real nigga shit, we out here. uh Yo, before we get this show started, I told you I was going to start the show like this. We need to come together as a community and have a discussion about sexual harassment of men. Right? This is a topic I don't think anyone pays attention to. And I think a lot of young men, especially young men, are being sexually harassed. Quick story. So I'm working Lyft, right? And by the way, yo, I told you this, bro. People don't respect Lyft drivers as human beings. Like, they just be told. Yo, this girl told me her brother killed someone yesterday in the car. Yep. Yep. Yo. I'm like, wait, do you, do you think I'm a human being? Like, you tell me your brother is a murderer. Yeah. They call him Killer or something like that. Hey, that's, that's his nickname? <laughs> that's his nickname, Killer Jones. Uh, and she was also telling me that she came from selling pussy. But okay, we're, we're getting way For too... Real? Yeah, yeah, she, she She was an escort. By the way, we're not judging. Do do as you please, right? Yes. We're not judging escorts, right? We're not judging escorts. How dare us judge it, escorts? I'm if, if you had an escort in your family, would you treat her... Um, any differently? I don't think I. I don't think any family member knows that that person is an escort. What if she was open like this young lady was? She came then into the know, car and started bragging like, "Yeah, just made one sixty just for thirty minutes. I just put it on him." Oh my goodness! What if what if your um your auntie came over talking like that? Yo, <laughs> auntie, you can't say auntie at that point. You gonna let auntie Thani, do what she gonna Thanti? do? Yeah, if it was like a younger cousin, then it's like all right, you could guide her through. What you gonna guide her through? Like, yo, we're gonna take her to church on Sunday. Church, she, she probably start, do go to church she too. She's gonna start selling pussy to the pastor. They do be the ones that know, be going to church. You know too. how them pastors be like, yo, yo, what what is the offering basket looking like today, brother? <laughs> brother Malcolm. <laughs> Send me a hundred out of that. Okay, we're starting this podcast way too it. vulgar. Yeah. Let me get back to my point. I was in a lift yesterday, and um, these two young men came in, right? And we started having these conversations. I like speaking to young people. I like giving them words of endearment, trying to, you know, hey, guys, you can't do it. Are you going to college? I like giving them those kind of talks, right? <laughs> Are you going to college? Are you, where are you going to college? Get off your couch. What's that Get commercial? Your, oh, yeah, the uh, the college shit? Yeah. I don't know what that. Get off your couch. Get off your couch. What are you do doing? With his hat sideways? Yeah. Like, what the fuck Nigga is this? Nigga did not look like he go to college yeah, at all. Bro, he graduated college. Never graduated. He didn't even graduate high school. That's why he was doing them bum-ass commercials. He's getting paid. That nigga, did, that nigga did two days of community college and got homesickness. Mind <laughs> <laughs> you, the college was in Yo, his community. What type of degree is that? Two years associate. What do you call it? Two days. That's a garbage man degree. <laughs> All right, bullshit. That's a permit. So the two young fellas come into the car and we're, we're chatting, right? And I say, Yo, um, like the guy was like, I heard, I heard them talking in the back of the car and I heard something weird about jerking. I'm like, Wait, what did you guys say? And the other one starts telling me, like, hey, we actually just came from a party last night. Mind you, this was like 10 in the morning. We came from a party last night, and these two girls invited us to their house. And we went over, and we were just trying to go to sleep. We got in at like 3, 4 in the morning. We were just trying to go to bed. So I was on one girl's bed, and my friend here was on the other girl's bed. And one of the girls was being annoying, so they switched beds. And one of the young one of the young men went into one of the other girls' bed, and this is the story he told me, and it's very traumatic. I am still shocked by the story, and I gave him an advice. He needs to go to the cop and report this. He said, while in the bed, he's trying to go to sleep, drunk, 
almost passed out. This girl is actively trying to jerk him off. Jerking him off, by the way. Not trying to. She's jerking him off. And he's like, yo, stop. I want to go to sleep. Like, why are you touching me like this? And I know a lot of people is going to take that like, okay, these guys are making fun out of it. Right? Let's flip that story. Let me tell you a story about a 16-year-old girl going over drunk to a guy's house. And while she's trying to go to sleep, drunk out of it, he's finger banging her. Finger banging. Finger banging. Wow. <laughs> That's not what y'all say in Long Island. Who says that in the first place? No one <laughs> what says do you that. say? Finger banging. But go ahead. What are you supposed to say? No, no. What are you supposed to say? Finger. Fingering. Fingering. Yeah. Fingering. Let's not talk like that. But yeah, finger banging her. <laughs> so he was finger banging her. Oh God. How are we looking at that story? No, serious. Let's get serious yeah. for a second. Nah, uh, yeah. Um, of the of the lady getting finger banged. Yes. Oh. She, no, the she, guy getting finger banged. Uh, probably. <laughs> you into that? <laughs> nah. Come on. But look. but yeah, we'll have her report to the police. You know, and that's rape. And that is a rape charge. That is a shit. Guys are spending. The rest of their lives in prison for that. There are guys who probably with sexual assault charges that are registered sex offenders because that happened to a girl. She woke up the next morning. She felt a bit violated, right? And she went and reported it. Or she told the story to her mom. Her mom was like, hey, that is not right. Go report it. And a guy's life is fucked up. By the way, I'm not defending a guy who does that. Because that is wrong. That is 100%. taking advantage of someone. Thousand percent. But to be serious, that is also taking advantage of a young man. Yes. No matter know. how old the girl is or how young she is. We need to do better at teaching our daughters, our little cousins. Hey, man, I know we don't like to speak about. It's probably taboo to speak about sex with younger women for everybody. You know what I mean? Just younger kids in general. And that's actually a point I was... What? <laughs> no, I'm saying, no, no, some real shit. It's just like nice. drugs. We tell kids, don't do drugs. Yeah. Right? And that's advice I would tell my kid. But Joe Rogan brought up a great point yesterday. Teach people how to do drugs so they use it responsibly. Have these conversations with your kids. Wait, are you saying... L- listen, okay. I'm listening. So... What was going to be your response to what I said? What I'm saying is, so you're saying, yes, I'm going to use drugs with my kid. As not, in, like, not, let's say marijuana. Not use drugs. Okay. Not using meth. That's so crazy. Let's, yeah, so let's use marijuana, for example. A lot of people tell their kids, hey, don't ever smoke marijuana. Don't ever smoke marijuana. It's bad, it's bad, it's bad. Correct. I get why a parent who probably has experience with that drug, seeing how it can mess someone's life up, which it can, I can see why they would say that. But that's just like telling the 18-year-old kid, don't have sex. They're going to have sex. Yeah, it's just true. what's going to happen. Yeah. So the th- same thing for drugs. You teach them how to use the drugs responsibly. You teach people how to have sex responsibly so that they can do it in a responsible way. How are you going to teach your child how to u- utilize marijuana so they don't the, use it? Don't smoke. Don't smoke. Or, uh, this is the advice I would give my kid. If you're going to use marijuana, it's something that you use recreationally. Don't use it during the day if you have business to take care of. Don't fall into a habit of being high all the time. That's dangerous. Losing losing touch with reality. 
Because we see a lot of people do that. They're high 24-7. It's like, do you even know yourself? Uh-huh. On some real shit, like, no, do you true. know yourself? You're high all the time. That's like being around the phone. Or do you really know yourself? Yes, Serena do- said that to me Bro. the other day. She was like, get off your phone. Get Take your AirPods out. Great point. Look, and we didn't even plan on getting into this conversation. I remember when I was in high school and I got the iPhone for the first time. I felt so lost without an iPhone because everyone had it. It was my senior year of high school. I got an iPhone for my birthday for the first time. And I'm hype. And I realized that getting that iPhone has now led me to a path. Well, from that day, I I knew you could never be bored again. There's no such thing as boredom if you have an iPhone. That is a TV. That is a computer. That is everything in one. If I'm standing at the line of the DMV, I'm not bored alone with my thoughts anymore. I could listen to the the coolest podcasts and music. All this time is when a lot of people found who they were. You're going through something in life. Okay, let me break down mentally what's going on. Mm-hmm. So to your point, we really don't know ourselves because we have felt, you know what I mean? We fell victim to all these um, addictions. Yeah, addiction, distraction that's around us. I actually am thinking about getting a BlackBerry for that same reason. You're going to switch from an iPhone to a BlackBerry? Well, I'm going to keep my iPhone at home. And get a BlackBerry because I don't want to be. I man, I'm trying my best. Honestly, Ooh. I hate the headphones too, the AirPods that you yeah. could literally leave in your ears all day. Leaving the ears all day and it's just so cloud so your thinking. You don't get to think for yourself you anymore. Know. Yo, I always say yo, but I was talking to my brother-in-law Matt, and he was talking about the same thing. How when he goes to the gym, sometimes he doesn't listen to music and i was talking about you i'm like oh uh, my friend nick is Mm -hmm. big on that don't listen to music when you work out he goes sometimes i need it but usually if i know that like let's say later on in the night i'm going out to hang out with a group of friends or a family event Mm -hmm. when i work out i am there's no music nothing in my air it's just me and my workout me and my thoughts and if someone says hi to me i would uh, have a conversation with them yes. because it, he said it makes him feel more level grounded. It, bro, it makes you feel like you. Um, I actually fell victim to this in my car. I started wearing my AirPods in my car, and I always used to tell you, I love living because of the people that you meet and the conversations you have. When people see you with headphones in your ear, number one, they're not going to talk to you. They assume that you're listening to something easily. And I realized I start losing out on all these conversations. That's why this week. I didn't wear my headphones at all. I made a path of myself. I leave my headphones at home. If I want to listen to something, I'll put it on the speaker so me and whoever is in the car could hear it. Okay. Right? And I actually think wearing headphones in a car, especially if it's not your car, is kind of disrespectful. Oh, yeah. And I think it's disrespectful. My mom probably has a different view. Andy probably has a different view. But when I wear the headphones around the house, I think it's a little disrespectful. Because if someone is calling you and trying to talk to you and you can't hear them and you're in their house... I personally think it's a little disrespectful. Easily disrespectful. My yeah. dad was big on that. Um, he used to tell me, he would tell me a story about one gentleman. He doesn't allow his kids to wear headphones mm. in the car. And it is disrespectful uh, nah, because. Bro, don't wear no fucking headphones in my car. You don't listen to what music I play, motherfucker. Yeah. And if we're going to have a conversation, it's not going to be hard to hear you. Because, yes. you know, I mean, as a teen, you know, teen goes through those phases where they don't want to speak to their parent, but they're going to be blasting music in their ears. Yes. You know? And if you think about it, they're really being disrespectful. It's very and disrespectful. Ignoring you. Very disrespectful. Back to the conversation we were having. People, teach your female kids. To do not sexually assault boys. No is, is no. Ve- no is fucking no. No is no. Do not jerk off 
a drunk and tired 16-year-old boy. It is wrong. It is wrong. 100% it wrong. It is 100% wrong. 1,000% wrong. You fucking Jizzling Maxwells. Oh, Jizzling <laughs> Maxwells. All right, now let's get to the serious stuff. This is how Malcolm wanted to start the show. It, let's go. He's trying to front. Actually, fill some time. Talk, talk. Give me something. I got to oh, start recording. Ma- wait, wait, what'd you say? Jizzling Maxwell? Maxwell. Lane Maxwell or Epstein? Well, Jizzling nah, Maxwell is a girl. I'm wilding. That's That's his lady? Yeah, that's the lady who was helping oh, him. Uh, Fondle all of these kids. By the way, I'm not really up on that, but we probably should do some research on that. Cause I don't want to. I don't care about that stuff. You don't no, care. No. Why would I care about rapists? You don't care about rapists. You want to see what these rich and powerful people are into, and who, we all know what they are into. There's a whole island about they, it. Not all of them. Yo, you hear that? What's that? My ears ring. Somebody talking shit about me. <laughs> that, that's what that means. Yeah, yeah. It start ringing me. Somebody talking about you. Um, new screen recording. I know who Boom. talking about me. Jay Z talking about me. Ooh, he talking about that bag talk. Nah, he talking about the nigga mouth off on title. Come on, talk come on, come on. Talk about we be it. on title. Okay. Title. And I actually want to talk about the podcast and business right after we listen to this. Um. I think what's going on with Joe Budden and them is very interesting. Where's the video? This is really the beginning of the podcasting business. So shout out to everyone that that is podcasting. Shout out to y'all. Yeah. So guys, I'm sorry we had to cut out real quick. Malcolm wanted to start the show this way. I'm going to show you guys a quick little clip of the show you, already started. Nick. The show already started, but I'm saying this is how you wanted to start the show because you're a fucking egotistical maniac. Bro, why why you got to tell them this? How they didn't need to know when it started. Just this is this, how this you is wanted to start, start it. This is just part of the show, Nick. Bro, I'm just telling them. Did you not want to start the show this way? Yes I don't or no? care. All right, let's. This watch. is part of the show. Me and, and you understand why? Why does why does anyone do this? Why does this gentleman do this here? Every time if I have a suggestion, he gonna say this is what Malcolm wanted, and then he gonna do it. Just put it on the show. No one knows that I wanted to do this. But I'm just saying because we now did you, start now the everyone show that knows. Way. Not everyone knows. Hey, we're, and no one cares. We're transparent. Hey, listen to this though. Just to let y'all know, we didn't just start doing this podcast and shit, right? We've been doing this Ooh, shit since the history. Come on, given the history. Right, let's get out of the history. history class. Two Nick or three. What was it? Class. Two or three years ago. Yeah. Me and Malcolm probably was. Me and Malcolm probably was chilling, and came up with the idea. Hey, we should start a fucking podcast and. Went on Amazon, ordered a bunch of equipment, oh, bought a up. table, bought chairs. For everything and decided, hey, we're gonna pod. Now, those podcasts were horrible. horrible. <laughs> I don't think anyone should ever hear it. Yeah. We honestly, half of the podcast, we would plan on doing it for like an hour. Mind you, we lived in the house with the studio and we would both be 30 minutes late to the podcast upstairs <laughs> <laughs> and then end the podcast an hour early because we would start arguing and fighting. And this is a perfect example of this. Me and Malcolm sat down before we could even start potting. Started to fight. You screen recording it, right? Yeah, I'm screen recording it. <laughs> Let me see this. Dude. And by the way, if you guys, hey, this this is my brother right here. I love this nigga, right? You give me that. So I I, I know too. I know I could beat the shit out of this nigga. I sent this Cat. clip because I wanted him head. to feel good about himself. Put us some barrel in his head. <laughs> Put us some barrel. You said mad love. Don't say I'm to make me feel good. He was like, yo, you strong as hell. You are strong. But look, look, look. I want you guys to let me know what you guys think about the end of this. Let's go. We on the floor tussling. 
I'm sorry for the the listeners. Me and Malcolm are tussling right now. We were on the floor. We got back up. Now here, pause. I'm out of shape. At this point, we were already fighting for what five minutes. This was the fourth and final okay. round. Okay, then yeah. This was the fourth and final round. I am tired. You can see my shoulders are slump, which is a clear indication that someone is not willing to fight anymore. But okay, right? And w- shoulders are down. Hey man, I'm humble. I'm humble hearted. But Malcolm wanted to keep going. Yeah, that's what lions do. You see, you. you I don't know what you're doing, but if you was a lion, you would have ran away. But you ain't run away. Or a lion? So you, a lion runs a, run away? Yeah. You talking about the gazelles? No, the lion. When a lion, there's two lions fighting right here. No, I'm a big lion. Watch, a watch, lion. Watch, That's watch, a lion watch, versus watch a gazelle. Watch what the king of the jungle do. Okay, let's watch go. Watch what the king of the jungle do. You don't want to run away? All right, okay. I'm gonna show you what I used to do in high school to the young bulls that we used to go against. Why you was at wrestling high school? No, I was a linebacker. Oh, you said like okay. Let's 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 look at it, guys. Let's let's look at it. I said I'm tired. And this motherfucker, let's rewind it a little bit. Listen to what I say to this dude. Boom! <laughs> Just like that. Just like that. Don DeMarco, Don De- All right, at this point, we're tired. Yo, good shit. You got me. No, nah, I'm not. Yeah, yeah, no, I got you. You, you got don't you. respect it? No, nah, because you're going to try to violate. No, I'm not going to try to violate. It was good. I was surprised you had that much strength in you to pick me up. After I gave up, but hey, man, much respect. I'll tell to you me. what the king of the jungle do. Wait, so what does the king of the jungle do? Hey, you know he gonna kill. And 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 in the sake of just embarrassing Nick, I'm gonna show you guys another video where I got slammed. Oh, you ain't do that, bro. <laughs> Why you wilding? First of all, do I look like I'm actually angry? Nah. It looks like I'm playing around? Yeah, that's you. Nah, I, I was trying to act. This is a good acting job. Yeah. But I know you. Oh, you know me. Okay. Yeah, and I knew Nick don't be getting tight like that. Right, but if you didn't know me, you would think I was really... Yeah. You guys be the judge of it. Let me know. Yeah, let them be the judge. You don't want to fight Keanu. <laughs> I actually don't want to fight Keanu. Yeah, we'll and you can tell it. I don't want to fight Keanu by what I do right here. <laughs> Look, I'm walking to the living room to give Keanu beef. <laughs> I see a 5-5 five, five dick. I'm like, okay, I'm going to pick on him. <laughs> I'm like, okay, this shit, this shit is all fun and jokes, but I am not running up on Yo. Keanu. So I'm about to fuck with Renzo. Unknown to me, that Renzo is a dog. And this is what he did to me. Fight me fine, nigga. Shout out to Kane Wave. Shout out to Buffalo. Oh! <laughs> <laughs> Yo! Look, 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 he started squeezing. Look, Nick started squeezing. Nigga, he fuck, can't do that. Nigga, fuck out of here. My dreads look better than nah. what this nigga talking about. Yo, but not a lot of people could say that they um got slammed twice. 
Bob, what, yeah. Bob, one of the biggest podcasters in the world and uh, one of the biggest rappers in the world. Soon to be. Oh, facts, facts, Soon facts, to be. Facts. Soon to be. But Renzo, shout yeah. out to you. I had to give you a little clout. But yeah, Yo, man. why you getting slammed like that? I'm not a fighter. I've never been a fighter. And I'm not embarrassed by it. That's fine, but you know how to sprawl? No. I'll be honest with you. Anytime I get into confrontation, my head just starts spinning because I I'm just like so out of so out of whack when it comes to converse, confrontations and fights. So like, I can't think straight. I really get an adrenaline high when I have to fight. As in like flight mode. No, no, no. I'm not gonna fight? run. I'm not gonna run. I'm gonna fight. But it's not a very is what I'm saying is when 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 who's the, the the Jones guy? What's his name that fights in the UFC? Um wow, I have a brain fart too. This is crazy. Jones, pick, yeah. Pick, pick, pick one. A UFC fighter when he goes in John the Jones. Ring, there we go. John Jones. When John Jones has a street fight, he's very level minded. I don't think his brain ever like gets riled up. He's just in his zen. He's in his place. I think a lot of people. I think if Keanu gets into a fight, he's in his zen. He's in his place. When I get into a fight, shit just starts getting a little woozy. I'm gonna fight you back. First of all, I'm not pussy. I just can't fight. I'm not going. You're never going to see me running from anybody. Maybe Keanu. <laughs> shout out to Keanu. Shout, shout out to, to Jamaica. Kiki. Nah, fuck Jamaica. Them <laughs> niggas is weird. <laughs> yeah, I just get flustered, man. Yeah, but it's not like you was just fist fighting. You literally were wrestling people. And I mean, you never wrestled, okay. but come on, my man. You could at least know, like, I'm going to throw my weight on you so you can't pick me up. Oh, you talking about this. We were obviously playing yeah. around. I, first of all, you... I was done fighting. I didn't know you were actually going to pick me up because I wouldn't have done that to you. If you said stop fighting, I wasn't going to pick you up and slam you. Renzo, I didn't know he could do that to me. Maybe I underestimated his strength. Yeah, bro. I wasn't prepared for it. I was prepared to fight you someone blo- that was 6'2". You for him. I never blocked for Renzo. What are you talking about? Yes, you did. Where? Freshman year. You blocked for Renzo. You know Renzo no, was strong. You, oh, you're confusing me with someone that plays scout team. Uh- <laughs> <laughs> This thing is a clown. Nah, come on. You can't tell me in the first two weeks you ain't blocked for Renzo. No, I never played scout team. I was on Valsy off rip, brother. First day of practice, putting putting them my helmet on niggas. Now I was actually putting on them. I was putting my helmet on niggas. I was one of those old linemen that lead with my head. Oh, for real? Kind of my helmet. That's why. That's That's why I'm retarded now. Yeah. Yo, by the way, I was listening to this book. It's called The Four Agreements. And um, just to make it serious real quick, there's four agreements. I think I'm on the second agreement. The first one is mm. be impeccable with your word. Mm. What that means is the things you say to others, and even more importantly, the things you say to yourself are like magic. They're a spell that could be cast upon someone. Mm. Now, I'll be honest. When you grow up with a lot of siblings, a lot of um, aunts and uncles around your age, a lot of mean things are said to people during their life, right? Just coming up as kids is, is what happens. This book made me realize a lot of fucked up shit that was said to me, and I'm sure everyone can relate to it. You actually believe it, mm. especially if it's said by your parents. Mm-hmm. A lot of people, parents say fucked up shit to them. Mm-hmm. And the idea behind it is that you make an agreement in your head that what they said is an actual fact. And you go through your life Moving as this is a fact. I've been called retarded my whole life. I really think that there's something wrong with me. And I think I kind of act as such. Maybe because of some verbal agreement that was um, 
that was made between me and someone else based on what they said to me at a younger age. And that's powerful. I'm, I bring that up to say this. Speak positively to yourself. Because a lot of times the negative words that people put on us, subconsciously we adopt it and we start telling it to ourselves. Which in turn makes that more of a fact than it actually is. And in the same way, you can break yourself down. Put the phone down. Put the headphones down. Break these things down. Realize the things that you say to yourself and reverse it. And use it as magic to break that spell. You know what I mean? It's simple, but when I when I listened to that yesterday, it was so powerful. I'm like, wow. We have all these agreements with ourselves, bro. Some positive, some negative. Let's try to get get rid of as much negative as possible. Do you think you have any agreements that you of made course, with yourself that are course. negative? And Talk to me. It's key to have those. Well, keep reinforce yourself with positive um, agreements. Yes. Telling yourself, you know, you are powerful. And being detached from anything that causes social media or technology around you. Like, for example, sometimes when I'm in my car, I have the iPhone 8, so I don't have the aux cord mm. to plug it in. I have the regular aux cord, so it doesn't go in yeah. into my phone. So I use my, my AirPods, right? Yeah. But it's some days like, okay, I need to stay away from the AirPods. Like I might listen to a book, might listen to music if I'm on my way to the gym or a podcast. Mm-hmm. But sometimes like, all right, let me detach Peace. and let me go with my thoughts. Yes. And when I think to my thoughts, I think about what I have done in life. Yes. And that that's my positive reinforcement. Like, yo, you're really a force to be reckoned with. You're unstoppable. Sometimes I think, and that's sometimes you catch me if I'm driving it and I'm calling you. Yeah. Because I'm having those thoughts. You have no thoughts. I'm just texting you about something, you know, you know, I've been texting you lately about some positive things for Mm -hmm. business. Like this is what's gonna happen, blah, blah, blah. It's because I'm thinking to myself, look at what we're doing, look at how we how far Mm -hmm. we came. That's a perfect example. The video we just watched. Yeah. We could have stopped right there. Yeah. You know, if we would have stopped right there, we'd have know where we would never know where we would be at right now. Mm -hmm. And we know we came a long way. We didn't we know the work we put in and Mm -hmm. we know we need to put in more work. And that's that's why it's so key to have the positive stuff. And it sucks, especially when you're young, when all the family members, you know, people are so important to you, mm-hmm. are saying stuff like that to you. Oh, my God. You know? And and you saying that, I remember one time, but it didn't, doesn't bother me. But I play football, so what my dad said was 100% right. I was making a milkshake with my with my um sister, my brother's sister. And he, he just told me, shut up. He's like, yo, you're getting fat. Mm. And that could be the res- that could be the reason why I love to be in shape. eat being in shape and everything, you know. But it was for football. Like, why would you want to get out of shape? You love football. I love football. Mm. It's not gonna be like I was forced to play nothing. I love playing it. Mm. But it was it was the right thing to him, for him to say. But I understand people get that, and like in other family situations, their parents would say that to them. And they don't know what to do. They make the wrong... I think you made the agreement of, okay, I am not fat. Don't call me fat again and I'm never going to be fat. fat. Yeah. Some people make the agreement, hey, I'm fucking fat. fat. And I guess I'm just going to be fat. And yesterday I realized something, man. <clears throat> I've been having the agreement with myself for a very long time. Hey, Nick, you got a bad eating habit. I think you are addicted to eating wrongly. And not until I listened to that book, I realized how ridiculous it was to allow my cravings, to allow my humanly instincts given into them, which everyone does. We all give into our human instincts, allowing that to me make allowing that 
to be the reason I made an agreement with myself. Hey, Nick, you just got a bad eating habit. It's not something you could really fix. Mm. I really told myself For real? this. You really yeah, thought you couldn't I, fix it? I really thought I had a bad eating habit. Like people who are anorexic. And these these diseases are valid. These diseases are real. Some people really do not have a choice in using it or not. Yes. Right? However, that's not me. But this is what I told myself for a very long time. And I think that's why I gave into it a lot. Right? I think it's the same thing when people take drugs. Drugs have this very strong, powerful hold on your mind. And apart from just the the physiological effects of that drug snatching you in, I think we make agreements with ourselves. Man, I'm never going to be able to stop smoking cigarettes. Mm -hmm. I'm just not. Even though you know you need to stop and you may want to stop, you make that agreement. And guess what? That agreement is going to be reinforced every single fucking day in your head. Mm-hmm. And guess what? You're never going to stop. Never going to stop. Until you make an agreement that, hey, I can't stop smoking. And now it's just time to work on the physiological addiction I have to to um cigarettes. And this is to make it more simple. Yeah. Anything in life, there's an opposite to it. And I was thinking this, I believe, this past week or last week. Anything you think of, there's an opposite to it. If you say, I can't do this, mm-hmm. you know there's an opposite to it. I can't be happy. There's an opposite of being sad. There's an opposite of feeling bad. There's an opposite opposite of being fat. There's an opposite of not being consistent. You understand? Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And that's what you need to open your mind to, yes. the opposite. And when yes. you open your mind to the opposite, that's when things get rolling. Yes. Agreements and, are... No, and you just keep going in life. Yes. You just keep going. You keep rolling. Agreements, agreements, agreements. Hey, if you guys have a chance, read that book. Listen to that book. It's very powerful. What's the As, book? Um, the Four Agreements. The Four Agreements. I think the Four Agreements are be impeccable with your word. Do not make assumptions. Don't take it personal. I'm going to give you, I'm going to rattle off real quick what those means. Don't make assumptions. We all live in our minds and technically we all live in completely different universes. Yes. I never thought about it like that before. Right. We all live in completely different universes. And because let me give you an example. You fresh as fuck. Just bought the nicest outfit. You got fresh J's on, uh-huh. nice fitted jeans, Dripping. nice shirt on, nice cut. You walk into the party and two girls is looking at you. What you thinking? Oh, yeah. I'm fresh. They own me because I'm fresh. They own you because you fresh. Yeah. Wipe me down. Wipe me down. Uh-huh. Like, yo, I'm the freshest dude in here. Clearly, they want parts. Yes. But don't come over here because I I don't want it with y'all. I'm in a relationship. Don't sexually harass me. Back to the earlier point. But <laughs> you stupid. If you walk into a party and you bummy, right? Let's think about kids who grown up. They don't have much and they want to go out with their friends and they know in their mind. Listen, I'm not that fresh. They see some girls looking at them. What are they thinking? Oh, I'm a bum. I'm uh, everyone's li- they cutting on me now you have no idea what those motherfuckers Word. are thinking but you make an agreement with yourself that this is what they're thinking or this is what they're not right and that can affect your entire world right that can affect your entire world you could go through that night being the most positive person and feeling really good about yourself or you can go through that entire night feeling like a fucking complete asshole and not even allowing yourself to be comfortable, not allowing yourself to enjoy yourself, mm. all because of something you made an assumption mm. of, something you are not even clear about. Mm. Maybe they just talk looked at you because you walked in and, oh, looked at you and then looked away. Preacher Johnson, talk to him. 
Right? Yeah. Sometimes you Deacon see a cute Johnson. girl or a cute guy and they look at you and it's like, oh shit, I think they're feeling me. And you go through a whole week, like, oh my God, this person loves me. I'm going to get married to this Let's person. We're going to have kids. Like, it's going to be lit, right? That's school right there. This person is not thinking about you. At all. Shorty just went to get her guts beat up right after uh-huh. she saw uh-huh. you. But don't make an assumption. So what is the Fuck third what one? what others think about you. Um, the, what the, the third one is use your words impeccable. Don't make assumptions. Um name of the book again fuck the four agreements how did I lose it I had it give it to me don't okay the third the third agreement don't take it personal as relating back to to um, mm-hmm. us all living in our own universe if I say something mean to Malcolm it really doesn't have anything to do with Malcolm it more has to do with how how I view Malcolm through my perspective, through my life experiences, right? And it actually, like, you always tell me, like, yo, you know, we argue a lot. I like to argue. Arguing is kind of dumb because you're trying to impose your mind on someone else who has their own mind that was formed by a completely different set of circumstances. So it's kind of stupid. You know what I mean? Even though arguing is necessary, it's kind of stupid when you think about it from that standpoint. Yeah. And that's what yeah. we were talking about on last week's uh, episode. Shout out to Chris. What are you saying? Like, some things you can't argue about because it's a non-ending circle. Mm-hmm. And what are you just going to keep going back and forth, wasting time when there's something we need to be locked onto and yes. achieve that goal? Yes. Some arguments are dumb as fuck because guess what? The Where you're coming from, the universe that you exist in, in your head will never coincide with the universe that the opposition is <laughs> lives in in their brain. Mm-hmm. And um, yeah, man, it's a powerful book. Go read it. What's the fourth agreement? You got it there? Uh, don't be impeccable with your word. I said that already. Don't take anything personal. Said that already. Don't make assumptions. Yep. Always do your best. Always do your best. Self-explanatory. Do your fucking best. All right? What do you, let's can we talk about the Joe Button versus Spotify debacle? Yeah. So, um, for those who are not aware, Joe Button was signed to Spotify. He was actually the first podcast signed with Spotify, and honestly, he put them on the map for podcasting. Right? No one really knew Spotify as a podcast app. Joe Button signed his deal, and they all of a sudden became the podcast app. I think he mentioned they bought a few companies called. Um, Pod, podcaster and something else and obviously they signed joe rogan bill simmons michelle obama along with a whole other host of podcasts so now they're trying to put their stake in for their share of the podcasting market which they only own like three percent of by the way mm-hmm. i think <clears throat> apple still owns like majority share of the podcasting market anyways joe bun came on his podcast the past two weeks just shitting on spotify Shitting on Spotify, talking about how their deals was not fair, how they refused to give them watches as bonuses, they refused to give them um, financial bonuses, they refused to give them vacation time, just a whole bunch of shit, just a whole bunch of shit, and I have some, I mean, I, I have some views on it, you have your views on it, what, what do you think? What am I thinking about yeah, it? Yeah, what, 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 how do you, do you think Joe is right for doing the things he's done and saying the things he's done? 
um, Joe knows his worth, so he has every right to say what he needs to say if he understands his worth. When you know your worth, mm-hmm. that's like um, back to the uh, four agreements, right? We'll say it's be impeccable with your word. Mm-hmm. You know, he could be reassurance of I'm the best. I know how much I'm worth. I can do better, etc. So Joe could be coming off of that standpoint of I understand my worth. Mm-hmm. You are guys are not helping me. Um, any way of making that amount of the amount of money. And like you said, he, he comes from the music industry of being young, going into the music industry where everything was young, new deals, digital market, yes. et cetera. It's a very um, exploitive market. It's probably the most exploitive market in the world. Yes. The music industry. Yes. So he's already coming off of that. I was in a video game. I didn't make any money. I was in, Fast and Furious, I didn't make any money. Mm-hmm. Now, I'm with Spotify, and I see my worth. This reminds me, Pete. this is giving him PTSD, probably, okay. of, oh, shoot, I'm worth this much. I can do this. So, Good that's point. the standpoint Joe is coming from. Standpoint from Spotify, this is good information to know, but look at the big boys they signed. Michelle Obama, Look Joe Rogan, Bill Simmons. Signed. Look at the big boys they signed. I'm sure those are probably the three most profitable podcasts in the world right Come now. Come on. If you if you are if you're let's say you're an agent, mm-hmm. you have I love Antonio Brown. So shout out to Antonio Brown. But let's say Antonio Brown when he's on the Pittsburgh Steelers, right? You have yeah. Antonio Brown, you have Juju. You have Juju, right? Remember, you're an NFL agent. You're that agent. You're not the head coach nine. So you have okay. these two good you have Antonio Brown, Juju, you have Cole Beasley, I don't know why I said that, and um, a rookie from the Joe Blow State. Joe Blow yeah. State. Okay. You know, and this is his second year in the league. He's just struggling to make a team. Come on. Are you really going to invest a lot of time into this gentleman? Are you really going to give him that form of respect at a agent, which is a business standpoint? Probably not. Probably even not. though, even though, let's not even say undrafted. Let's say... The 166 picked in the draft. Even though that guy might turn out to be Tom Brady, at the beginning, you're not going to give him any love and respect as such. Not at all. Because you got to take care of business first. And that guy, okay, so let's say that guy who was undrafted, he's with a new startup agent, has no people, has no one under him. That's going to be a major signing for that guy. Because you're his ticket to getting into these rooms. Mm-hmm. However, if you're one of the established agents, just know that you're going to be on the back burner. And if you don't like the way you're being treated, if you don't like the fact that you're not first priority, fucking deal with it or leave. Mm-hmm. And that's the only props I want to give um, Joe Budden in this thing is that he had the balls to pick up what he bought and leave. Mm-hmm. That's a... And, um, Back to that book real quick. One of the four agreements, don't make assumptions and don't take it personal. If someone wants to cheat on you, that's not on you, right? The only thing you should have faith in is your reaction to someone fucking you over. Don't ever try to predict what someone can do and don't take it personal. What you should take personal is your reaction to it. If a girl, if a guy cheats on you, have respect for yourself, get up and leave because that's the only thing you can control. Joe, he got up and left. Took his worth that he bought and left with it. Now, you brought up an important point. Joe is jaded 
right? Because of the music business. Mm-hmm. PTSD. You said it. He's PTSD. He is jaded. The issue is just like someone going into a relationship. Men hate this with women. When they get fucked over by a guy, they come into a new relationship and they project all of that shit on you. That's unfair. That is super unfair to anybody, any business, any corporation. Joe, we understand you were fucked over from your music deals. You cannot project that onto Spotify. Not at all. Spotify does not have a shady past in business at all. From what I see, they pay people fair market value. Right? Joe Rogan. Joe Rogan is impeccable with his business. He's impeccable. That's the reason why he never signed a deal before. And he was making $30 million a year from his his um um his um like YouTube deal and his his branding. Joe, I'm sure your podcast wasn't worth that much, which is why you did not get Joe Rogan money. We don't have to discuss that. <laughs> Easily. But I would think for a man like you, a man smart enough, you signed a deal that gave you fear, if not more than market value for your podcast. Whether you outperform that contract, you cannot now say it's Spotify's fault. It's a fucking contract for a reason. Mm-hmm. You are, if you guys underperformed, you're not going back to Spotify and say, hey, here's this million dollars back because I didn't hit these numbers. And that's the risk Spotify takes. Now, the risk that you take is that if you overperform it, I just got to deal with it. That is not on Spotify. Not at all. That is not on Spotify. Everyone has to incur risk on any business deal. It seems like Joe wants his fairy tale contract where mm-hmm. he doesn't incur any risk, right? And if Joe Joe's again, if Joe, I mean, I'm not I'm not casting any aspersions, but Joe his his battle with drugs is 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 publicly documented, right? If Joe decides to get back on drugs and do some crazy thing, that's a risk that Spotify is incurring. It seems like Joe just wants to have this fairy tale land where only the others incur risk, and it's just all gravy for him. And that's exactly how he, that's Joe ego though too. He's egotistical as fuck. Very egotistical. Egotistical as fuck. And another point is I don't like how he bought up. This this black and racial factor to it. Yeah, I think it's unfair to real oppression that's going on in America. Yeah, that's big boy. He got you got big boy money. Like, come yeah, on. you come on, you can't do that, Joe. Joe, we'll take that deal. We'll uh, we'll, we'll take that all that money right here. Yeah, hey, Spotify, I, just hit us. How much Joe was asking for? You think? I don't know. Probably same thing. Three hundred mil. No, Joe is not that stupid. <laughs> I know, I know. Let's say he was asking for twenty five. Okay. We'll take five. We'll take five. Matter fact, six, nigga. <laughs> the price <laughs> just went up. The price just exactly. went up. Exactly. We got Duncan, you know, we got Duncan on our hands, so we got to pay them. So the price went up. And y'all got to pay these niggas right here. Exactly. I see the Y'all got to pay the niggas on the mugs for getting y'all mugs. Feel Ooh. me? Come on, son. I, yo, I'm in shape right now. Uh-huh. That's what I like to hear. But, yeah. I mean, I think I think <clears throat> Joe I think Joe Budden is smart. I think he's going to get a lot of money where he's going. There's no like the fact that he pulled the race card when it comes to a business deal. And Rory and Parks get me so mad because these these dudes are white, except for when Joe starts talking about white people. Uh-huh. <laughs> they, that has, they're not white anymore. Paul is white? No, Rory and uh, Parks. Rory oh, is a Rory white boy. Parks, you said. Parks is a dude behind the camera that you never see. Yeah. They're never white when Joe starts talking. Joe be talking mad shit about white people, and they just sit back. I mean, it's okay. I mean, I guess so, but 
Come on, Joe. I see. What I think Joe is smarter than that. But it's like you said, it's egotistic. I mean, he wants more money. He wants to know what he could do without the deal. Hey. And look, it's good for his business because, look, you're going to attract new viewers, new people. They even say it. They goes, mm-hmm. for the people that are new that's listening and never heard the show before, this is what happened. So, it's a do benefit you, both companies. Shout out to y'all. Do you think Do you think this was all a plot just to get more followers? Because that's not a plot to get more followers, but you didn't like co- the deal after a while. You don't like the deal. You want more. I mean, that's what everyone does that's signed to a, a, lot, a deal with money. So from Joe, Joe, Joe said this himself. The biggest, bomb, the biggest bump he ever got in his podcast was when he beefed with Drake. He did the same thing. He went on, on these mm. long 40, 50 minute rants. By the way, he's the best to ever do that. Joe Budden could literally, I think we talked about this yesterday, Joe Budden could sit in front of a camera, rant and yell as if someone just got him pissed off today. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Mind you, this is pain he's been holding off for a year. You would think it would tone down by the time he's speaking about it. But he speaks about it as if it's fresh, like, like a nigga just shot you. That's uh-huh. the type of passion he speaks with. But he's really good at that. He, he could just talk and keep you engaged for a long time. But the biggest bump he got was when he beefed with Drake. Hey, maybe this Spotify shit is just another beef that he's seen. Spotify, no, no, no. Drake and Complex. Spotify might be the third notch in that. Yeah, Let's grab some more followers follow. and then take our value to someone else. Yeah. And I mean, it's the hardest thing is, you know, people exposing him. That's the only thing I would stop the viewers. Who exposed from- him? I'm just like Charlemagne, or or even us. Like we understand the business side of it of yeah. what's going on. These guys signed the top three people. Mm-hmm. Facts, but um, yeah, man, Joe, we wish you the best. <clears throat> we wish the whole podcasting game the best. Hey, blaze a trail for us, open the doors for us, so that when we come in, the podcast game is young, man. Somebody tweeted about it. Shout out to um, speak up, Malcolm. The, forgot the gentleman's name. Shoot. I'm having a big brain fart this whole episode of uh, people names, but Xavier, shout out to Xavier Miller. Um, but he was saying the podcast game is young. Like people are really gonna be signing million dollars deals in like five years easily. Easily, you know, like, like the same thing people. as professional sports. These gentlemen ain't gonna sign billion dollar deals, and so I'm like, what the f- what the fuck? Mm. There's a baseball player. I think he has five hundred mil. Signed a five hundred mil deal. I mean, that's what Patrick Mahomes got, right? Yeah, it's close to that, right? So, so, like, five, ten years, you're going to see billion dollars working around. But same thing with inflation. Like, things are just going to go up in prices and et cetera. So, nah, that, that's, that, co- that inflation is not going to affect whoever's getting that billion Oh, yeah, it's not going to affect Them niggas are going to have a real billion. <laughs> oh, yeah, a real billion. Just for playing the sport. Now, mm-hmm. imagine what the Dorsum has got to talk. The Bro, what? Sell yourself, people. The life lesson. If you don't understand it, sell yourself. Wow. These gentlemen just sell themselves and companies come to them and pay them. Wow. Hey. All you do is talk on the mic and somebody's going to pay you. Wow. Some niggas, some people talk on the mic. Some people slob on the mic. We getting the same money out here, son. You wouldn't do that for some money? <laughs> Time out. Whoa. Yo, Whoa. I'm not even going to lie to you. It's kind of like I want to come out of the closet on this podcast. Now nah, I'm saying I be doing mad gay shit on that. Yeah. Like last week. I mean, do you want to come out the closet? You said my man's, but just don't nah, do no funny shit around The me. closet is cool. I'm chilling in there. Right, good, good. Me too. The sure. closet is cool. Like, you know what I mean? It's I got just, my lady in the closet. We good. Yeah, I got a bitch in the closet. Uh-huh. Yo, I, I wanted to ask, I wanted to ask a girl this um question. 
So, first of all, um, I know a lot of girls are into threesomes, right? And most girls would not admit to this, but let's say a girl was bisexual. <laughs> Why do right? you say it like that? I don't know. I'm trying to I'm trying to put this together so y'all understand it. Let's say a girl is bisexual and she's okay with hooking up with a girl and a guy at the same time, right? Everyone's interacting, everyone's engaging in cunnilingus, everyone's having a good old time. A lot of girls wouldn't admit to this, but I think girls would be easily agreeable to having a threesome with two guys. I bet you if we were to call 10 girls on my phone right now, and not even on the podcast, on a personal tip, be like, hey, would you have a threesome with two guys? All of them are going to say no, right? But numbers-wise, that doesn't make sense because we know mad girls that got trains ran on them. Do you know, have you ever heard about a train being ran before? Yeah. Okay, so someone's doing it, right? Yeah. Would girls be, because, and the reason why I was thinking about this is, girls always try to act like, hey, I'm mad, not homophobic. Men are the one that's homophobic. Hey, I have mad gay guy friends. Let's say you had some bisexual guy friends, and you guys uh-huh. are all having some, a threesome. But then they start sucking each other off oh, and shit like that. Bro, whoa, what? I'm having a discussion. <laughs> you think a girl would be okay with that? What were you saying? Niggas start interacting on a homosexual <laughs> level, which is nothing. Nothing is wrong with that, by the way. Yeah. Do you think a girl would be okay with that? Uh- Ask the girl. We're going to have to ask the girl. I'm not answering no type of question. How <laughs> dare y'all throw this shit at you? What? If she, Serena, not homophobic? You're going with your story, though. No, that is a question. I don't know. Yo, in the comments, y'all answer that question. I'm not answering none of that. That's answer crazy. the question, guys. I don't know. Maybe That's... we'll cut it out. Maybe we'll leave it in. Who knows? Who knows? Who uh, knows? Shout out to the whole NBA right now. Um, What happened? You. You no, wanted to bring something up? Shout out to NBA. Before we get into actual basketball, I want to talk about Kyrie Irving. So it was like last week, um, Jacob Blake got shot. Um, I'm happy he's alive. He was actually in court yesterday, I think. I don't know what happened in court. Jacob Blake? Okay. Yeah. Which is crazy. He's paralyzed. He's in court. But whatever it is. The M- entire NBA went on strike starting with the Milwaukee Bucks. Con- um, shout out to you guys for doing that. It's a big move. When it when that initially happened, I was like, okay, everyone does. Everyone deserves. Everyone has to issue Kyrie Irving um, an apology because he was the one that came out and said, "Hey, we should not be playing basketball right now." Um, it's only going to be a distraction to what's going on in the country. And if something like this happens again, are we just going to play basketball and everyone's going to forget about it? Because Donovan Mitchell has another has an 80-point game. Are we going to be distracted by that? And I was thinking, yeah, we owe Kyrie Irving um, an apology. And then when things played out, I'm like, this is why Kyrie Irving idea was stupid. Because if you don't play basketball... You don't have a chip on the table. You do not have a bargaining piece. With the players playing, right? Let's think about how it played out. They quit. They said, okay, I think we're going to quit the season. They went to the owner said, this is what we want. This is what we want. This is what we want. If you do not give it to us, we're not playing. They had that chip of, we are playing right now. If the Jacob Blake incident happened, 
and they wasn't playing, guess what they couldn't go to the owners and do? Demand change. Because y'all are not playing. We don't have to give y'all nothing. But they had that bargaining chip. Hey, I want you to call your, your mayor friend and make some changes in the criminal justice system. I want you to donate some money to the Black Lives Matter movement. I want you to do this. I want you to do that. That's what they did. And now they started back playing. And like Anthony Davis said, if our requests are not met, we're going to stop playing again. So I think this, I'm not going to say Kyrie Irving is dumb because I think he has his own ideas. But I think what happened proves that what he suggested was wrong. I wouldn't say it's wrong. We probably, that was probably the background of it. What do you mean? Of Kyrie saying, don't play and force these gentlemen to do this and this and this. Talk to the mayor. Go give money to Black Lives Matter. We don't know. All you know is that it says Kyrie Irving said, don't play this shit. And he met with But that's what he said, though. I mean, maybe he should have came out and clarified that. Yeah, but we don't know. That's you understand what, what I'm saying? That's what Ke- okay, I get it. But that's what Kendrick Perkins said. Kendrick Perkins said, listen, Kyrie, I'm all for what you're saying. I don't disagree you with you. You look like Kendrick Perkins. Bro, you think right? so? Yeah. Shout out to Perk. Yo, he's actually really talented. Like, he's going to have his own show one day. Yeah, he might. He's very No, no, he is. He he's was crying when he left OKC. Oh, no, no, no. He left um, Boston. He started crying. Why he was crying? Because they have Paul Pierce, Ray Allen, Rondo. Oh, he didn't Kevin win a chip with them? He did win a chip. And then he went to OKC. But he was crying. Oh, word. But, um, yeah, it's like, um, wait, what's that saying? Yeah, Kyrie, that's what Kendrick Perkins said. You guys are saying you're not going to play, but you guys are not. What's the plan? Kyrie, please give us a plan behind it. Because you and KD are going out, you're doing all these interviews, and you do not have a plan behind what you're saying. So maybe this was part of it. Hey, we're going to hold the owner's feet to the fire and demand something more. But that's not what it seemed like to me. It seemed like, hey, just don't play and don't be a distraction. Yeah, but yeah, I think those are outsiders writing an article. What's going to no, catch No, no, no. They went on podcasts and said this. Okay. And they probably didn't want to spill the beans. But I mean, it's good information to know, you know? Like I said, you could look at it like that and you could also look at it like maybe this was the headline of it. And think about it. When you have ideas, you say the idea, right? Mm-hmm. But you're obviously going to sit down and do something about it. Mm. We understand, okay, playing is not it. Okay. You know, and um, it's a joke. Would you? <laughs> it's not a joke, but it's a question. Would you think a business will survive? Let's say a food business yeah. would they survive if they supported Black Lives Matter, All Lives Matter, and Blue Lives Matter? It gave discounts to cops, firemen, anyone that was in a protest or wears a Black Matter shirt or wears an All Lives Matter shirt. Would that business survive? <sighs> I Food think, business. I think the only crowd you're going to alienate is the Black Lives Matter movement. Because I think most people have the agreement. This is actually a great point that you bring up, right? Most people actually agree that all lives matter, black lives matter, blue lives matter could coexist. But the fact that two of them, blue lives and all lives matter, was an offshoot of black people saying black lives matter, yeah. it seems to be disrespectful. It is. Which, in essence, it's not. For example... Um, when the Tory Lanez and Meg Thee Stallion follow me, guys. When the Tory Lanez and Meg Thee Stallion um incident happened, a lot of people were saying Charlemagne included, Joe Budden included. We need to protect our black women. Okay, we need to protect all women, right? Because if Tory Lane had shot Kylie Jenner, I would have felt equally as as disrespected by you. Can't say that though because w- there's more trauma to a black woman than it is to all other women. 
No, that's I, a permanent yeah. fact. That's and the this, reason why and, they say that. And this is the point I'm trying to bring to you. This is where my mind went, but my mind didn't go there in a malicious way. It was like shit. All women matter. I understand black people, black women go through more. But if he had shot a white woman, I would have been equally as disgusted with Tory Lanes, right? And I mean, I wasn't racist for thinking that. I get what you're saying. I get what Joe. I get what Charlemagne is saying. But that's where my mind went. So I assume a lot of people, when they first heard Black Lives Matter, it was like, shit, all lives matter. Right? Yeah. But it seemed disrespectful. But to answer your question, I think the only crowd you would alienate by sponsoring all three of those things would be the Black Lives Matter movement. You trying to start that? A restaurant? Do you do you feel all lives matter? Is that how you feel? I don't feel like all lives matter. I, I Black Lives let's Matter be is... We, ne- let's be honest. We all feel like all lives matter. Yes. Let's be I'm honest. Saying, you just the, can't agree with that the actual statement and what it means. Yeah, it's like this. This is Black Lives Matter and then everything else is like, yo, shut the fuck up. Mm. Trying to take over, which exactly. is beyond disrespectful. Exactly. You know, because you don't live the life. You're not taught the life lessons it is as to be a black person yes. in America. It's, it's just two different worlds. That's like make America great again by the law of words. Is not a disrespectful nor racist comment. However, the cognitation of why it got popular has made it that. Because we know the person that used it, used it in a malicious way. Just the same way saying that Jewish people run banks, by the law of words, is not a malicious statement. But when you have the history behind it of how Hitler used that statement to kill almost every Jewish person in Germany, there's a negative cognition to it. Yeah, so, yeah, good point, man. All lives matter. Fuck it. Man. No, I'm kidding. Black lives matter. We got to keep it. We got to keep it there, For brother. Reason. Man, yeah. people are crazy. But back to sports. Um, what do you think about Jimmy Butler? Come on, bucket getter. That's all I got to say. A bucket getter. If you don't know, watch the tape. The gentleman's a hard worker. The gentleman didn't go to top five school. The gentleman went to Marquette. Wait, he did go to the school, same school as Dwayne Wade, right? I was about to say that. Dwayne That's Wade went crazy. to Marquette, right? I didn't know that. The gentleman went to Marquette. The gentleman, come on. The Miami, te- Miami Heat team is just beautiful. Yes. Miami Heat team is Miami. Yes. I've never been to Miami. I've been to Fort Lauderdale, mm. Florida, which is 30 minutes away from Miami. But I can only imagine what Miami looked like because Fort Lauderdale looked beautiful. Everything about it looked beautiful nice weather yes smuggy weather but nice weather little breeze palm trees heat the beach the water's beautiful i seen a shark it almost killed me other than that drove the boat in the ocean oh. people running um everyone got a tan everyone enjoying life i could only what match what miami looked like what miami looked like looked like the miami heat Ooh. But Jimmy Butler is a beast, man. Shout out to Jimmy. I mean, I just like he's the type of person I look up to because it's my and everything. Like you don't owe me anything, really, and I believe in myself. It's not really too much I can really say about him because when I, I just I'm a loss of words. You know, what I'm saying? you know, you understand? I'm a loss of words because it's greatness. You know, it's interesting. I feel like Jimmy Butler is right now. And I think this is why people need to believe in themselves. Because if Jimmy Butler had agreed to what everyone was saying to him, bring it back to that book, um, the the agreements. If he agreed that he was just toxic player and he is not a real superstar and all the things that people say about him, 
he would have never been in this position. But this seems yeah, like someone who has an agreement with himself. I'm great. I'm great. I'm no matter great. No, no matter what it is, no matter no, what people no. say, I am great internally. And I think he's been working, 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 chomping at the bit. And now it's all finally coming through fruition. Let's be honest. This team was supposed to be a 7th seed, a team that gets bumped in the first round, and we might say that's a good season. They are they are on a beeline to the NBA Finals right now. They, I think they've been the best team in the playoffs thus far, right? You completely kill the Bucs, the number one seed, arguably the best team in the league all year, two games in a row. You go into the second, the, the fourth quarter down by like 10 points, and you blow them out by 15. The Bucs is the team that usually does the blowing out. The Bucs are the team that usually plays like that. You're doing it to the Bucs without any real superstars on your team. That is impressive. So I think right now he's in a mode where it's like, shit, yo, all this work I've been putting in for the past 10 years in the league, all the belief I had in myself, I finally see the fruits of it now. And that's why he sits on the podium after games just so fucking confident. Like, I believe this is who I was. People, people probably didn't believe it. My mom probably didn't believe it. My brother probably didn't believe this how good I was. Me ain't believe it. The other guys I play with ain't believe it. You know what teams he came from? Chicago Bulls, right after D Rose. Kicked him out. Get out of here, Jimmy. Don't blame him. I, I wouldn't want to be there either. No, they kicked him out. He wanted to be there. Oh, he did? Chicago didn't want him. Do you know why? I mean, he wasn't Jimmy Butler yet, but he was the top. He was too harsh on people. He was getting into it all the time with motherfuckers, and people didn't like that. Exactly. Then he went to the Minnesota Timberwolves. Same thing. He made Carl Anthony Towns cry, I believe. But he took him to their one and only playoff appearance with that team. Okay, perfect. Went to the Sixers. He's a toxic motherfucker. Took him to the conference finals and one shot away from the finals. Exactly. And now he's around motherfuckers that want to... Want to work hard and that are dogs. Shout out to my man, man, Tyler Hero. And shout out to my man, Lavio, for always being a Miami Heat fan, staying loyal to Wait, Miami. How, how is Tyler Hero and Lavio your mans? You know Tyler Hero? Yes. From my where? 2K player. I don't know. Oh, you play with him on 2K? Yeah. He got the scatty, right? Yeah. But yo, is no, Jimmy Butler the most slept on NBA player ever? Uh, as of right now, yeah, I would say I'm going to give it to him because I, I can't think of anyone else. Most like slept who? on. I mean, Ray Allen might nah, be the most slept on. Let's not say ever. I, sometimes I get hyperbolic with my statements. The most underrated player of our time. I can't think he of. He got a, win a chip though. At least, at least, at least go to the finals. At least go to the finals. The thing at least is, go to the finals. He's doing superstar stuff right now. Yes, but he is no a superstar lo- though. I don't think a lot of people give him that credit. I think a lot of people look at him as a. Tier right below the superstars. Yes. Like a yes, Carl yes. Anthony Towns, like a. I wouldn't put him in a thing with Carl Anthony Towns. I wouldn't either, but well, I Carl think. Well, Carl Anthony Towns might be a, a tier under the bigs, but you understand what I'm saying? I mean, the bigs. The bigs, as in like the power forwards in the center. Sorry, the, the four, the four and the five. I'm not even talking about position. I'm just speaking about tiers. You have LeBron, you have KD, Curry, and Kawhi. Yeah, that's a tier, and then the tier below that is maybe. Don't say Carl Anthony Towns. I did, no, d- d- probably a James Harden. But you said that. N- what did I say? You I said, said Carl Anthony Towns. I said people view Jimmy Butler on that level. That's what I think, but I don't think that's the case. I think he's on that tier with a James Harden, 
with a Chris Paul, with a oh with yeah. these type of players. But I don't think people view him that way. No, people view him like that. People you know, think so? Yes, they know Jimmy you, Butler. They, but the thing is, you have KD. Come on, like who would you rather have? KD, LeBron. If we go play blacktop right now, a 3v3 like we usually do, we know the top players you're going to have is KD, LeBron. Kawhi and Curry. Kawhi, Curry, James, James Harden, Harden. Mm-hmm. Damian Lillard. You, you understand? Is Jimmy Butler better than Damian Lillard? Is Jimmy Butler better than Damian Lillard? I might take him. You might take him, Defensively, yeah, he's offensively, that guy. Offensively, okay, I'll give it to... Um, What's the guy we're talking about? Damian Lillard. Damian Lillard. He's Damian Lillard is better than him offensively, but we can't even. So close. Yeah, we can't say that. We I think compare. Jimmy is just very unselfish. He's not ball dominant. I think you could probably weave another superstar in with a Jimmy Butler very easily, kind of like Kawhi, because he could play off the ball. Yeah, he could defer. But for those last five minutes, unless you have LeBron, unless you have KD, give Jimmy Butler the fucking ball and watch him work. Yeah. But you can't put him up there for that one game. Like I said, no, you're no, gonna no. Have I'm to not get... saying he's up there. I'm just saying as a closer, it's not, not a lot of guys you're giving that ball to Jimmy Butler. Oh, easily. And the next person, if they have no Jimmy Butler, the next person again is Tyler Hero. Or what was it, Drogic, yeah. point guard? Which is Ty- not valid. But uh, Tyler, I'll take the rest of Tyler Hero. Yo, what are you <laughs> talking about? Shout out to Chris. Yo, my man, Chris, all about good. Tyler Hero, too. First of all, you Let's was, go. First podcast, you was comparing Clay Thompson to fucking. Yo, Bro, don't say nothing. Let me finish my no, point. No, because you a hater. You don't watch these people. That's the thing about Yo, you. Like, if I talk about another rapper, you be like, "Bro, that's not Kodak. That's not Tyler Kodak. Hero. That's not Kodak. That's nothing." You don't watch no one. I say Siakam kind of play like, "Bro, you then you, then you hear me? Oh, you probably right because I never watched him. Go watch what what Tyler Hero Yo, does instead of just Malcolm, speaking. You're comparing Tyler Hero to Jimmy Butler, LeBron, and KD. No, what I'm not comparing. Fuck? That's I'm what saying, I was talking about. But what I'm saying is, if Jimmy Butler wasn't in that team. That's the next person taking that shot. And that is not valid. For a championship team? That is a valid risk. What is it? How far for is him that to take, for him For him to take that last... Right, I'm, t- I'm talking overall. I wasn't talking about in that situation. I'm saying overall, if that if anyone needed to take a last game-winning shot, it is that gentleman there, Tyler Hero. I'm sorry. I'm not saying we on the fucking Game 7 championship. Okay, so I'm sorry. I guess what I was talking about is a position they're in right now, being as good as the team they are. Tyler Hero is not getting you to that level. And I think Jimmy Butler is right below the LeBrons, the KDs, the Hardens, and the, the Kawhis, and the Stephs. Easily. I'm I think my in 2K that player. tier, yeah. right below, I'm taking them over um, CJ. Um, McCollum? No, not CJ McCollum. Um, Damian Lillard. Pull up the top 10 NBA players. Let me see who you I'm taking. Pull ta- up the top 10 NBA players. All right, bro. I'm going to see who I'm taking Jimmy Butler over. Come on, let's go. I'm taking Jimmy Butler over um, Damian Lillard. I'm taking him over. You you're not taking him over Damian Lillard. Man, this shit is off a of lineups. I'm not doing too far. Everything. Just call out players. names. Just call out names. Kawhi Leonard one, two Lebron, three Giannis, four James Harden, five AD, six Stephen Curry, seven Wait, Joel Embiid. I'm taking him over Joel Embiid. I'm taking Eight, him. Russell Westbrook. I'm taking him over Russell Westbrook. Nine, Paul George. Get him the fuck out of here. Taking, Who the I'm, hell is this I'm, guy? I'm taking Kwame Brown over Paul George. This is PG 13 points in a playoff. Ah, bum ass nigga. We got to put that video on YouTube. Damian Lillard and then uh, Kevin Durant is next. What, what do you call that? Someone that's next up. I forgot the name for that. Um, Next up? Yeah, like they do. Like if they give you what, an award. What, 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 let's see, what let's see you. 
looking at right I now. guess this is off last year. Kawhi won a championship, right? LeBron okay. is still the goal, but, even not even, you know, not even surpassing going to the championship. Yo, what are you talking? So I'm taking CJ. I'm taking. Yeah, um, what I'm talking about. I told you, I, this is lineups. I'm not clicking to do research. This is the top 10 they gave me. You could go find the other top 10 you're looking for. No, I was just, I thought we were going to discuss who I'm taking Jimmy Butler over, but I guess not. You told me to. Who else? Go ahead. No, that's it. I mean, okay. I'm taking Jimmy Butler over. Yeah. Um, Paul George, like you said. Paul George, Russell, Russell Westbrook. Westbrook. Yes. And who else? Your Joel Embiid, you said? Yes. And, uh, Steph- no, not Steph Curry. And that's it. I think I'm taking him over to Steph. And Damian Lillard, you said. And Damian Lillard. Um, point I mean, that's right. Yeah, that's point of the last um, year, point too. of the discussion is I think um, he's a beast. Jimmy Butler is a beast. I think he's currently the beast of the East because <laughs> he's dethroning the current. He's outplaying Giannis, and Giannis is going to win MVP. Let's think about this, okay. right? And MVP. last year it was neck and neck with him and Kawhi in the Eastern Conference Finals. He's a beast, bro. He is. He's a beast. I think that team is a beast too. You got to get that team clout, bro. Because I mean, every team that gets to this point is a beast. That's true. You're not going to be a beast without that guy. That is the the solidifying factor. That's a fact. That's the reason why I'm saying that is because we obviously know Giannis pieces is not hitting right now. As his pieces, as his teammates, they not hitting right He's now. He's not hitting either. He not hitting because they not hitting. They no. can't open up anything for him. LeBron, even when LeBron had bad teams. He's he, he's he's but Giannis eight. is not LeBron, and that's the issue. Exactly, that's what I'm saying. Giannis needs them players to hit. I think Giannis yeah. wants to drive to the rag, do all this extra stuff, get physical with you down low, and they abusing him. I don't think Giannis should play point guard. I think he needs to be a power forward or a center. No. Yes, I think what I mean by that is I don't think he could win unless he has someone who's going to be the majority ball handle on that team. Why and would, if that's the case, he's not playing shooting guard. No, he's not playing shooting so guard. So power forward or small forward, that's what he needs to play. Why would you keep him down on post when he he can beat a guy from the three-point line and drive to the rack? Not in it? the playoffs. Okay. I don't know if you've been watching. That's fine in the playoffs, but to get to the playoffs, I'm going to utilize this skill. Hey, Why man. would we switch up his game when we... Because it's not working in the most important time. Okay, that's fine then. He's not going to win a championship. That's fine. But Giannis, you doing this, Giannis you is, could give us a top seed every time. Yeah, bro. And you think that's how money. these teams look? You think that's how they look at it, bro? And you think Giannis is going to be fine being in the post? Are we going to take away all his extra abilities that he not, has? That's the thing. Circum- you get to use those abilities against bigger, slower players. And take them one-on-one instead of dribbling the ball, getting past a point guard, and then you have three big motherfuckers in front of your face. To engage your power. So you think, first of all, he cannot close a game because he can't shoot. Okay. This is why he needs a point guard. And as I said, if he gets a point guard. What point guard does he need? Any point guard that can close a game because he can't. Devin Booker, then. that's Anybody. Damian Lillard. Then. Anybody. You know, I can't just say anyone, Nick. No, I'm talking about because good guys, has, obviously. Okay. Good guys. Someone I'm trying to hit a good guys. Game. I'm trying to hit a yeah, good guys from your mouth. We know the good guys. Steph Curry, Damian Lillard, Devin Booker, even a fucking Kyle Lowry one of these guys. Someone okay. that could take the game over in the fourth quarter okay. where you, and as I said, he's not going to play shooting guard. Can't shoot. Take your ass to power forward or take, bro. He's seven foot. He's playing. Okay, I understand. He's playing power forward, but what is he doing as a power forward? Where's where is he at on the court, Nick? I mean, Kyle Lowry's bringing up. Steph Curry's bringing a ball up 
He's posting. For Giannis. He's okay. He's posting. Where's up, Giannis at? He's posting up a fucking a, a Draymond Green or no, no. He's or, posting up a, another power four. You're saying? Yes. I want to know when he's at. I don't, yes, I don't want to know the player though. He's posting him up, and maybe he could get an easy bucket by backing him down and doing his little one two step dunk. Okay. Or catch a ball, and now we're doing Giannis stuff. But the floor is spread. Hey, I'm not a basketball coach. I feel like a Where's basketball coach Where's right now. Where's he at? He's in, in the, the low post. Or no, he, doing he, the Giannis stuff. Where's he at doing the Giannis stuff? In the low post. Okay, in the low post. Or he can pull it out and use his handles. But the floor is spread, and now y'all probably going to bring that double team, and he's a good passer. He dump it off. Three you just shot. said he's a good passer? He's a good passer. So why would we just take away the position of having the whole court? Because it doesn't work. They're going to key on him, and he's not going to be able to pass because he can't shoot. They're going to leave two centers in the middle of the court and guard all three-point shooters. And that's how they lost four games in a row to Kawhi. That's why they're down 3-0. It doesn't work. Oh, Giannis just needs to get get swept, right? Are they about to, Yeah, they're going to the, get the, swept. I'm sorry. The series is 3-0, right? They're going to get swept. So, look. They get swept, and Giannis just works on becoming a shooter. And I don't think he it. can shoot. He'll I, become I don't think he'll ever be shooter. able to shoot. I would never take away Giannis' ability to bring the ball up for me because no one's going to just cookie the gentleman. And you might just have to. But think about it. You have a big man. Let's have Giannis bring the ball up, right? Let's say Joel Embiid guards him. That That's not what happens, though. Okay, so what happens? So Tobias Harris is guarding a, him? They, they I'm put, using the feeling of six. I, I'm going to explain to you. They put a smaller plane on him. Play on him, obviously not a not Kyle Lowry, but they put maybe a small forward on him, and he usually gets by those guys, which he couldn't do. Oh yes, but then Joel Embiid and Al Horford are waiting for him at the rim, and he's a, either has to stop, pull up, or pivot and frantically throw the ball out because this is how they game plan for him. They're not going to be able to do that if we have a point guard bringing the ball up, and so. Ben Simmons should switch his game around. I mean, it's a reason why they're talking about Ben Simmons not being able to shoot. Yes. These guys are not going to win this championship being the best player on the team. fine. With that big hole. But guess what? Ben Simmons could be the best power forward in the league if he wanted to be. But we're taking away a whole skill, Nick. You can't take away that skill. We know Ben Simmons is nice with the handles. He is, but it's not working. That's the thing. Don't let... What 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 is it saying? Don't let um good good is the biggest um good is the biggest deterrent to perfect is the biggest deterrent to 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 being good or whatever. Meaning, you're gonna let them do what they're perfect at, but it's gonna take away from you having a good solid game that can take you to the playoffs. We get it. That just doesn't work for you. You have great handles. Guess what? If you didn't have those handles, I think you would be good at this position. And you might just have to give that up. I'm sorry. You might just have to give it up. I don't know the gentleman's name, but the, uh, is it Adebayo? Adebayo. He is He's nice. a freak of nature, though. Yeah, he's Adebayo. nice. So it might just be against the heat because he's you know, a freak of nature, too. But this is the thing. You're going to, last year he ran into Kawhi in them. You're always going to run into these. What team right now, other than the Rockets, doesn't have a great big defender? The Lakers have it in Anthony Davis, yes. right? They might have to play the Lakers. The Clippers have it in Kawhi and Paul George. And um, Montrezl Harold, the fucking donkey face demon. Okay. <laughs> and um, 
who else? I think that's three of the four teams in the playoffs right now. You're gonna have to go against that. All right. Hey, but man. I'm never. I would never just for those reasons. I would never take away an NBA player skill of. Oh, you know how to bring the ball up for us, and you could vision and you could attack the rim. I think you're close. Just a base. Then. It's not being close minded. It's it's due to the fact of I'm they're not gonna take a. It. Yeah, you're good at it, and you're only gonna get better. And think about it like this: we know no, bigs not, are listen, 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 better, listen, Malcolm. listen. You will always get better if you keep bro, doing he's the same a things. Two-time to MVP, bro. Listen, listen to this: are bigs getting smaller? Would you say bigs getting smaller no. than they were before? Then I think bigs are getting more skilled. You have Bobol. Bobol is seven five. Anthony Giannis Davis is, is almost dunking on him. That's what I'm saying. Giannis is easily dunking on Bobol. When you but when That's you say easy. smaller, you mean shorter? No, no, no. What I'm saying is skinnier, not yeah, having a frame. Yeah, yeah. Yes. So, which could be a benefit for Ben Simmons and players like Giannis. You could easily beat the guard, right? Now you're getting smaller guys that come into the paint. That's what I'm saying. You can't but take away But those are not the guys that you're skill. facing in the championship, bro. Then that's fine, but I'm never taking away the skill because you're going to build up a skill to figure out how to do this. LeBron does it, right? What does LeBron do? To, <laughs> right, what does LeBron Malcolm, do? Malcolm. Why listen, are you comparing listen. Ben Simmons and fucking listen. Giannis to LeBron? They bring the ball up. But le- what does LeBron, LeBron can do? shoot and pass unlike they can. Wow. They- hey, so let's go Giannis. Fuck it. You're going to lose. Go learn how to shoot, buddy. That's not... I mean, I guess Giannis... What are you going to keep you on the post for, Giannis? I would never. You're crazy. Let's see. So Yo, let's in the see. comment section, let us know what you think. Would you keep Giannis bro, in the post or bro. have Giannis bring the ball Yo, up? Yo, bro, you know what teams he's thinking about going to right now? Who? The Warriors. What Who? fucking position do you think he's going to play on the Warriors? Who? The War... Giannis. Okay, thank you. I was what what position do you think he's going to play on the Warriors? Yes, and then he's going to play that. What, what position do you think he's going to play on the Heat? On the Heat? Power forward or center? No, nah, no, nah, he's bringing the ball up, bro. Shut. All right, bro. Come on. LeBron bring come the on, ball up, on, but also on, he had. Co- does on, he have? Co- Listen, does he have Caldwell Pope bringing the ball? Caldwell Pope is not a point guard. No, and Caldwell Pope does not bring I'm, the I'm ball. I'm sorry. Up. What's, what's the what's the gentleman's name? Nobody. The white gentleman. Who? AC AC Fresh Alex Caruso. Yeah, does he bring the ball up sometimes? I'm pretty sure. He sometimes. Does. Exactly. That's what's. But LeBron is the point guard though. They don't have an all star point guard because that's a position LeBron. They got blood, so blood so could bring the ball up. All right, bro. okay. Let's move on from this topic. Blush, <laughs> the Lakers is down right now. You want to talk about the Lakers? We could. Why are you asking me? Let's talk about the Lakers. We know what LeBron is doing. What is he doing? Studying the game. First of all, who's stopping LeBron James on the Houston Rockets? First of all, it's the Houston Rockets. James Harden don't have no killer mentality. James Harden is gonna start crying real soon because the White House, Javale McGee, AD. It's about to be a block party down there, and they really about to get physical with him, start touching him up, touching and he don't up. like that. The th- I think the Houston Rockets are going to lose in five. I think they got their first game. I was saying this yeah. to you in the car on the way here. These, this is what LeBron does. LeBron is a nigga. He calmly walks into the room. I'm going to use an analogy. He walks into the room. He scans everything, and everyone thinks they have the upper hand because he's just scanning. Right, niggas is pulling their knives out. Niggas is doing this, and he watches everything. He starts his clock, and then he kills niggas quick. That's actually a Denzel movie. I forgot what movie that was, but then that's what he's doing in game one. I'm just gonna scan everything, let y'all draw y'all weapons, cause I know I'm about to fuck shit up. Listen, the tallest person on the Rockets is six seven. They're not beating. They're not beating LeBron. Mm-hmm. LeBron is bigger than the small, the biggest person easily. On team. He's big. the smallest person in his lineup. You'll be crazy if you think Russell Westbrook is ever gonna go to an NBA. 
championship ever again. A, f- a conference finals. Yeah, ever again. Russell Westbrook sucks. He sucks. James. Yeah, LeBron. Shout out to LeBron. That's all I can say is we know what type of time LeBron is on. LeBron is on killer mode. He's on demon. I'll be demon honest. Time. I'm kind of scared of the Clippers. They look like they rounded into championship form. Yeah, but that's what we want to see. It's this is, like, this yes. is L.A. This is L.A. Don't, don't they share the same stadium? Yep. They share the same stadium. L.A.C., which we know been down and out for some time. Forever. In the L.A.L. Ooh. I think I think the Lakers is going to take it, but I'm definitely going to be nervous. A lot of people about to die in L.A. Kawhi, Kawhi is. You, wait, 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 wait. A lot of people about to die in L.A. What you mean? Because there's probably people like there's some type of violence between L.A.C. and L.A.L. Probably. Nah, motherfuckers about to start dying. The L.A. Clippers is going to die. They don't got no fans it's like a that, lot bro. Of money. That's true. They don't got no. Me, oh yeah. fuck! I definitely just fucked up, but it's back. Yeah, I don't think they have that much fans. Even when they play home games, when it's their home game, it's like filled up with um Lakers fans. Lakers fans. We gotta go to. We gotta go. We gotta go to LA and go see the vibes of LeBron and stuff. Uh, Clippers game. Oh, let's do that. Yeah. I mean, it's probably gonna be a few years before that happens. Is CP three standing on KC? It's too much work for him. He's too old to do all that work. Nah. He needs to... Like, LeBron left. Real, he, LeBron, yes. LeBron puts in that work, yes. And we always compare people to LeBron. But LeBron plays a point guard. So mm-hmm. this is why I'm comparing him. LeBron can pass the ball e- efficiently. Can mm-hmm. Paul George pass the ball? I'm sorry. Can Chris Paul pass the ball efficiently? Yes. Yes. I feel like Chris Paul, at his age, being around these young guys that are that are not there yet or having that extra superstar... Is gonna be a downfall for his uh body. His body is gonna weigh on him, and he's just gonna have to retire soon. I feel like Chris Paul needs an extra superstar where they don't need to rely on Chris Paul so much. Yes, we know Chris Paul has that killer mentality, mm. but after a while, Dwayne Wade had it. And after a while, you understand. All right, I can't do this just by myself. Maybe Dwayne Wade would have probably stayed in Miami if he had an extra superstar because he didn't have I to would, do as much. I would say this though, Wade. Wade kind of like. LeBron and a lot of other guys game was predicated on athleticism. Chris Paul game has never been athletic. Never been athletic. So like you see him now he's 35. You can't tell. Not at all. I mean at 23 he played like a 35 year old. So I think I think OKC and they do uh, I forgot the name of their um, GM. I think Sam Presti. Is that the GM for OKC? I don't know. What Whatever his name is. Um, I think I think it's Sam Presti. I think if he drafts right, OKC is going to win a lot of championships because what Chris Paul did this year was perfect for himself. It was perfect for OKC, and it's going to be great for whatever team trades for him. I don't think he's staying in OKC. I think anyone, any of the questions of he's hard to play with, um, he's broken down, he's old, he doesn't have it anymore, all of those questions that have been <clears throat> denounced. That's just not a fact anymore. I think someone is going to give up two or three first round picks. Someone that's in yes for someone that's in the 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 fight for um someone who could you know what I mean someone who has pieces around them that could win a championship right now and just needs that last piece. I think CB three could be that piece. What is that? I think I think the Sixers. 
That's what they need. They need that. Yes, that, that they a do leader. need that leadership. And that's what I was thinking. I'm like Chris Paul. You know he loves it. He's the president of the NBA players. Yes, he's re- he's well respected. Well respected. Might be hated, but he's well respected. But you see him like a timeout or foul happen. He's coaching the younger guys. Yeah. Like yo, be over here, do this, yo. And they're walking back to the sideline like, yo, you should have did this. Yeah, he's a coach. That. He's a coach. And I was thinking, he is a coach. I'm thinking, what team needs a coach? And you perfectly said it. Philadelphia Sixers, they need that field general. Yes. That field general. Yes. Another 2K analogy. Because they have so much talent on the floor. I'm about to go make a field general. And he's about to be like, Ben Simmons, get your ass in the post. Yo, Joe, what the fuck are you doing at the three-point line? Nigga, get your big ass Ooh, down in that post. That's a hot team. I, I, I think that's a good trade for them. That's a great trade. And I think they might have pieces to trade for oh, him. Oh, my goodness. Yeah. They might have to get rid of Tobias. And that, and, no, you Quentin keep Richardson. Tobias. You keep Tobias. Oh, for the trade. That's a fact. Yeah. But I don't think a team like that, they're not going to trade any pieces. They're going to probably trade one or two good, decent young players, but a lot of picks. Yeah. I don't think they could trade any player. But Chris Paul to the Sixers. Let's make it happen. I think that's a championship roster. I like the sound of that. I think that's a championship roster. You have a point guard to get two big, talented motherfuckers the ball. You have two of the best, two of the top 10 defenders in the league. I would say the best defender at point guard in the league. Mm Mm-hmm. Who's better at point guard defending? He's all around. All around. um, In 2K, they say he's an all-around player. Two-way all-around. Like, yes, you can't make that build. Yes. He could do everything for you. And I think if a championship is gonna, like, of any player in the NBA right now, a championship other than maybe James Harden, I think if James Harden wins a championship, we might be getting into top fifteen discussions with oh, him, yeah, James Harden, based yeah. on the things he's accomplished. But if Chris Paul wins a championship, they might say he's the second or third greatest point guard of all time. Mm-hmm. It's gonna be right. Well. Top four. Definitely top four. Magic, Curry, Isaiah Thomas. He's going to be in that class with them. Yeah. If he wins the championship. And I want to see it. I like Chris Paul, man. Even yeah. though he keeps kicking niggas in the dicks and shit. Yeah, shout out to Chris Paul. I don't know Paul. what's up with him on that. But um, I'm going to give y'all some um, quarter segment, the uh, Mal News. We call it Mal News. Walla News, you know. So some um, breaking news that happened um, in the last two weeks. Uh, two black lead banks. Merged to form a one billion lender. So you have Broadway Federal Bank, which is based in L.A. in mm-hmm. California, and you have City First Bank, which is based in Washington D.C. Now these banks already have history of helping Black people. Like these banks, um, Broadway Federal uh, was founded in 1946. Mm-hmm. Citibank out of Washington D.C. was formed in 1998. So they were known for giving out loans. Uh, to blacks to have a home and reinvest in a community. So Brian E. Argret, who's the chief executive of City First, he will be the chief executive of the companies coming together. Uh, Wayne Kent Bradshaw, who is the chief executive of um, Broadway Financial, will be the chairman of these companies coming together. These companies coming together will specialize in three things multifamily affordable housing, small businesses, and nonprofit development. Now, this is great for the community. Reason being is being able to, this is great for minority, minority communities. Being able to have a billion dollars, we know billion dollars is not a lot compared to the top banks that have 15 children, trillion, mm-hmm. but having 1 billion to invest in multifamily affordable housing is perfect. 
you gotta think affordable housing is not the dirt poor people you really see. It's people that's making like around fifty k, sixty k. Decent money. That's decent money for mm-hmm. affordable housing. Mm-hmm. Do small businesses need lending? A thousand percent. Absolutely. Nonprofit development. You know how key nonprofit development is. That what does that mean? Nonprofit development. Nonprofit development I would say it's like abandoned museum, right? You invested to make the museum better, mm. right? So you're 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 building, you're investing in your community and you're creating jobs and a place where people can go. So like if you see abandoned park or something like that, that's like part of nonprofit development or a nonprofit organization someone creates, you can invest in so they can help their city. This is why it's so beneficial to have this for, this this um these two companies come together for yeah. that reason. And a key point is Broadway Financial is actually an IPO, initial public offering, which means that it's on the stock market. So, and I believe it's around a dollar and six cents, a dollar and sixty cents. Um, probably asking. Should I invest? Yes, you should invest. The reason you should invest is because what's better than one million? One millionaire, two, and you. Uh, what Neo once said? What, what Neo? Neo? Yes, Neo. He <laughs> said, "I'm a movement by myself, but I'm a force when we're together." Yes. So, these two companies have a billion dollar, one billion dollars to give out to help the minority community, which is key. Which is well and, needed. And they're so black owned. Yeah. Shout out to you. The history is there. You could read the annual reports of them being black owned. It is in the annual reports. That's a major key. Read fucking annual reports. Yes. Um, I was actually, because I told you I was going to do this, I was going to do my research on what it means to be a black owned community. And the definition is you need to have 51% of the equity of the company needs to be owned by black people. So as long as you have that 51 to 49, it's a black-owned business, which is interesting to me, right? Because, all right, so it's a name. I have two takes on it, and they're conflicting. I'm like, okay, black-owned business. What if a business is 49, 51 the other way? It's technically not a black-owned business. So do we not support those businesses? No, we support those businesses. You also, But you're not going to know because you're not going to be able to have that tag. But... I think being a black-owned business is beneficial in today's society. So I think even if there's a 30-70 shift, I think a lot of companies are going to start to hire more black people, put more black people in position, give a lot more black people equity to have that tag, which I think in a few years is going to be a very powerful tag, the black-owned tag, Mm -hmm. just to have that. And even though they're doing it for a look, it's going to benefit real black people. It's going to benefit people. All right. And it's going to benefit the uh, community. The community. Why don't we view the Charlotte Hornets as a black-owned business? They are a black-owned business. Yeah. I think so many black NBA players to take it back to the NBA. Y'all need to go play for Michael, man. Yeah. Because y'all win a chip with the Hornets. That's And Michael has proved he's putting his money towards the black community. Right? I think it's unfair that we see this nigga suck every year. His team is trash. We can't do the GOAT like that, man. Can't. The GOAT needs to win a chip. He has six championships. Yo, who's a free agent? Giannis, you black. I mean, you kind of black. You from Greece <laughs> or wherever you from. Who else is a free agent that's black? I don't know. Yo, go play for Michael. 
Go get Michael a bag. He's going to make an extra billion, and he might kick another hundred to the Black Lives Matter mm-hmm. movement, or who the fuck ever. Easily put pressure on his name. Hornets is a black-owned business. But, uh, one more news say. Let's man. go, one brother. Let's go. Take. Like you said, this is... Shout out. People... On, I'm highlighting that people see a problem, and they're not complaining about it. They're taking action. So that's the same thing going back to the banks, merging together. Now listen to this. 19 black families buy over 90 acres of land hoping to build a black safe city. Mm. Why is this key? Because they see a problem and now they're creating a solution of it. These 19 families bought land in Toomsboro, Georgia, hoping to build a whole economy and ecosystem, mm. right? Toomsboro, Georgia is only two hours from the hottest city in Georgia, Atlanta. Okay. And you like let's take it to New York. Two hours. New York City is two hours away from Montauk. Yes, that's the end of Long Island, but it's not too far of a travel. Yeah. You understand? The next big city close to Toonsboro, Georgia, is Macon, Georgia, which is only forty-five minutes away, and the population is hundred and fifty-three thousand people. So it's a relatively big city. Relatively big, yes. <laughs> But look at it like this. That's like the middle of Long Island comparing uh, to New York City. Yeah. Now, right now on in Toonsboro, Georgia, what they're doing is they're allowing you to have fun on the land. 90 acres of land, have fun right now. They're not doing no construction right now due to probably paperwork reasons right now. What do you mean by have fun? You could go camping. You could mm. go shoot your guns. You could go hunting on the land, etc. Have fun, family time. That's basically what the vibe is. Right now, so here's a funny thing though. Some dude writes in a. I wrote in a comment like, "When do you guys uh, plan on doing construction yeah. on it?" She was like, "Soon, we'll keep you updated." Some dude comments like comments and goes, "Yeah, let me know because I got a few business ideas." <laughs> I did see that, sir. <laughs> Doctor Uba Johnson had a few business ideas. Cut it out. Nah, that Why was are you funny. not doing it now? Nah, that was funny. Why are you not doing I'm it like, now? Bro, he's not Jackie. You, you bullshitting, but. but I'm going to give you a little information. You can invest. You can be an investor by investing $9 a month, which is affordable because you're paying for Netflix, you're paying for Hulu, you're paying for Disney+, Plus, you're paying for ESPN+. Plus. $9 a month not going to hurt you. You can be an investor of uh, Toonsboro, Georgia. What 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 is the return on that, though? Like, what, like what do you... I don't know the return on it right so now. Let's, let's, I just let's... seen the outside of it. I didn't do no research. So let's come in there... Let's come in here next week and tell people what they are actually investing in. And last question about this. But is people it, invest in Netflix, don't get no return, yeah, but, but what, just watch stuff. Yeah. But you know it, what it doesn't count as investing, Malcolm. Are you telling people you're going to invest? You always invest time, Nick. I get it, Malcolm. Uh, are they acting for a donation or is it an actual investment? It's investment so to help build the city. So what is your reverse? What is your... Uh, Look, return on investment. What feel better? Spending nine dollars on a Netflix just to watch something, or spending nine dollars a month? Malcolm, those to, are not to have a city to have a city built up. Oh wow! I, I, an investment I is something you a get month. a return on, and people invest any time in Netflix. All right, you're, you're not making any sense. With, not with getting that. no ROI. All right, what is, I'm just is this, saying is, is this going to be a residential area or they yeah, put, they're hoping to build uh, jobs, uh, homes, city, school, everything. Yeah, it's right. supposed to be a city. Okay. Yeah. Okay. But I think we're out of time. You a hater. No, I'm not out of time. Bro, it, it's an investment. What is your return on investment? What's your ROI? Nah, you you can't just hate. tell people to invest on you something. You just hate that- anything business-like. All right, I don't know why you're trying to paint me in that picture. But guys, you with do. that being said, 
We are out of time. Thank you guys for tuning in and joining us on this journey once again. We appreciate all of you motherfuckers. And um, Bradley, once again, I forgot to look at your highlight tape. We're supposed to look at Bradley highlight tape, but we'll just do it next week. He wants me to react to it. And we react to my shit before we react to anyone else. We already watched your highlight tape. No, we did not. Yes, we did. There's no film of us watching All right, so we'll do it next time, Malcolm. Guys, thank you for tuning in. We appreciate and enjoy doing this for you guys. We out.